friends, welcome to Nurturing Your Nest, the podcast created to capture, explore, and navigate the journey of coming home to yourself, transitional motherhood, and connecting with our teenage daughters along their paths. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teenage daughters, intuitive Reiki healer, transitional motherhood coach, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as we are on a sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth to guide your questions, worries, and celebrations with a friendly voice and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. friends, welcome back to the Intuitive Mother podcast. As this episode goes live, we are in the midst of the holiday season. We are on Tuesday, December 15th, 10 days out from Christmas. And if you celebrate Hanukkah, we are in the midst of your celebration. So I want to remind all of you that I am sending peace, love, and joy for your holiday season. And also remind you that I am wishing for each of you a moment of presence with not only yourself, but those you hold near and dear in your hearts this holiday season. As I begin today, I want to let you know that this episode is going to be a continuation, in a sense, from last week. On last week's episode, I shared that I had cried last Sunday morning in my Christmas coffee mug while listening to Christmas music and thinking about comments my daughters had made earlier in the weekend. And what I want to share with you today is that those comments and the ripple effect of them lasted with me through the week. And I'm sharing this because I believe oftentimes those of us who coach or are podcast hosts or write books, people assume or think that once we share how we've processed through what came up, that we put it aside and we are like good to go, golden, no more going back and rehashing it. And what I want to tell you is that the truth is, comes back from time to time. Or what we think we have healed pops back up and the band-aid pops off and we sit with it a little bit longer. So this episode is all about sitting in the continuation of last week into this week. As I said, I shared with you about how my daughters brought forth, at the time, a funny story about how I would react as a mom or how, you know, I would wash their mouth out with soap if they said something. And in the moment, it was met with laughter, both theirs and mine. And then that Sunday, when I cried into my coffee cup, It was met with shame and guilt. For the mother that 
I was in those situations. And for the most part, those situations occurred over the past 10 years. They have grown and been on a roller coaster as the girls have gotten older, but nonetheless, they show up from time to time. And the shame and guilt that followed this week after last week's story and the unfolding of those memories and the realization that those memories actually bring up a lot of shame inside of me is that I had to allow myself the space and the time to sit with them, to feel what was coming up, and then to walk through that discomfort, as I often share on the podcast, to walk through it and own every piece of it, and also own where it was coming from, the history of that reaction that I maybe had seven years ago, ten years ago, two years ago. And to be honest, that motherhood is one of the greatest lessons, at least of my lifetime. And I imagine, for my listeners, for most of your lifetimes, it is what I wished for the most as a child. And I said to a mentor today that I know why it was my greatest wish, because it was how my soul knew it was going to be challenged, how it was going to heal, and how it was going to help others move forward in their life. And so motherhood continually challenges me. Even as an intuitive mothering coach, as this podcast host, as a mom of a almost 17-year-old and a 14-year-old, I am constantly in like mom university over here. And unfortunately, I often say to my oldest, she is the first one to receive some of what comes up for me because she's the oldest. However, I believe on the flip, both of our daughters, as in all children, are uniquely different. And so different triggers pop up with conversations or journeys with either of them. And then it's just constantly lessons, lessons, lessons in being a mom and also in being you. So as I said, I sat with shame. I sat with guilt. How could I want nothing more than to have a happy family, marry a man that loved me dearly, and become a mother? I even wished for girls, and that's what God gave me. I'm who they chose. How could I, their mother, who was supposed to keep them protected, safe, and loved, have these fleeting moments of anger, irritation, and 
uncertainty and overwhelm pop up in life that I allowed it to feed into how I showed up as a mom. And that is a hard lesson. It's hard shame to sit with when you wanted nothing more. And suddenly, 17 years later, you're looking at your mothering and you're recognizing the pockets of time where stress and overwhelm became so much a part of your everyday that you reacted. And then you are now coming to the truth that those reactions caused pain to the ones you love most and to the daughters that you wished and prayed and dreamt of for your entire life. And you have to sit with that. And you have to own it. And I did that all last week. I let it boil inside of me. How could I? Who am I? Why would I have reacted like that? What caused me to have such a quick reaction that scared them at times? And now I'm talking about like the overwhelm that then creates like the screaming, the piercing eye looks that I know I gave. I think at one point I probably was proud of them <laughs> and thought, like, of course, they're letting them know who's in charge. But now, 10 years later, I'm recognizing that I'm not proud of them and that I wanted to hold my daughters in a safe space that had no piercing eye glares, no screaming no threats. And I didn't. I was overwhelmed. I was like a new, new mom. Like I didn't have a lot of friends that were moms of kids older than mine. So I didn't necessarily learn from them. And what I realize now is that I was hurting. I was hurting on the inside. I was mad at myself on the inside. I didn't like myself on the inside. And because of that, I was showing up feeling broken, hurt, not whole, like missing puzzle pieces were everywhere. And these two beautiful souls that I dreamed for and were chosen to be their mother were the ones I hurt the most in that time period of my life. And as I tell you this, I will own fully that there are still moments that come up where a new wound that I didn't even realize was hiding inside of me gets poked at by something that's said or done or a remembrance of my own past 
And the next thing I know is that I'm overwhelmed and making those eye glares or reacting versus responding. And I tell you this in truth because I know that I podcast and talk about responding versus reacting, but I will never show up here and not tell you the truth that you can know that you want to respond and you can put in a lot of self-love and a lot of self-work and still have moments where you're not showing up at your best. And it's hard. And it's hard to be honest with those around you about what's eating away at you inside. And that was where I sat for the whole week. I just kept running through this. Like, and I narrowed down the timeline. Like, I know that from zero to six, for my oldest, I was much more calm, collected, less overwhelmed, loving, not as many eye rolls. And now I believe some of that comes with the timing of just their growth. And, you know, where my triggers were and the wounds were inside were at an older age from my childhood. And so they didn't start getting poked until my kids were at that same age. And so from six to probably, well, my daughter's almost 17. So six to 14 for my oldest I was running very thin and felt very broken. And she probably received the brunt of that pain inside of me. She is one of my greatest teachers. She brings what I need to learn right to the forefront. It's like she's like throwing fireballs at me. And I'm dodging them or I'm letting them burn when they hit. And I had to slow down and take the time to feel what was coming up when each and every one of those fireballs was thrown at me. This is a practice that I do until today. Last night, we were she was throwing a fireball at me. And I've come to love these fireballs. It doesn't look like I love them in the moment because I get very blank and I just let it sort of permeate my body inside and feel into what's coming up. What is lit? Where did the fireball hit? What wound? Where is the pain from my childhood that's coming up that's almost instinctively forcing me to react versus respond? And how do I make that better? How do I move through it now that I'm aware, now that I'm a conscious mother, that I'm aware that my reactions are coming from my own pain, not per se something that they did or said, but that what they did or said triggered me and my wound from my own childhood. And likely a wound that had been carried from my grandmother's to my mother to me, my grandmother's to my mother to my sister, and so on and so forth. These wounds and the pain that we've carried with us 
that then we bring into our own mothering a time period of our life that we so desperately wanted to be beautiful and full of smiles and happy tears and playing in the snow and loving every minute of it and then realizing, oh my gosh, like stuff is coming up and I'm not sure what to do with it. And we're feeling very alone. And that's where I was. And I sat with it and I sat with it and I sat with it, as I've said. And I then leaned into showing myself grace and being compassionate. The same way we look at our own mother or our grandmother and say, we're all doing our best. That's how we look at each other. And there is something to be said of owning the pain that we've caused, which I have sat down and owned that pain and had the conversations with my daughters and we go deep and we dig in and I try my best to hear them and see them and also share where the pain came from. Because I feel like in sharing that pain, it opens up the doorway for them to know it's not them. For them to feel that it's not them. It's something that's been carried from generation to generation. And to recognize that we are doing the best we can with those pain points inside. And there are times in our life that are going to rip the band-aids right off. The scars and the wounds and the pain. And for me, the greatest lessons of my life have been learned in motherhood. That's what I came here for. It's what I came here to teach and to guide and to coach others, to embrace motherhood and all that it brings to you. The joy and the pain. The moments you love and the moments you look at yourself and wonder, where the hell am I and what has happened? Because I know that inside each and every one of you listening, you love your children. You love the teenager who's rolling their eyes back at you. It might trigger the hell out of you, but you love them. And the journey is in deepening that bond as you navigate and walk through your own pain to break the chain of that pain being passed down to your daughter. And I feel like that can only happen when we have the awakening and we realize that, yes, we caused pain. Yes, we reacted. Yep, we don't love looking back and hearing the stories that sometimes make us laugh, but then sit in shame. But we can offer ourselves forgiveness. Forgiveness that it's part of our story and it's who we are and that those moments are blips in our journey. 
And that by owning them and feeling into them and giving ourselves the forgiveness, we are breaking the chain. And that will be remembered for generations to come. And one day, you will be sitting with your daughter. And she will remember that because of the pain that you endured and you walked through and you mothered through, sometimes at your best and sometimes at your worst, she is who she is because of that. And she is the mother she wanted to be and she dreamt of being because you walked through it, you shared it, you loved through it, and you gave yourself forgiveness to be all that you were, all that you are, and to love yourself with grace and know that you are doing your best and that part of doing your best is in loving and forgiving and taking care of you. I hope that this story, that I didn't pull out tip one, two, three, four for you, but just shared from the heart that you are able to take this story and remember that you can always offer yourself forgiveness too. That in forgiveness, we have compassion for ourselves and for each other. And that in, in that example to our daughters, they are learning to give themselves forgiveness. They are learning to give themselves compassion. And they know that it's possible because they've seen you walk through it. They're also able to help us learn more about ourselves the more open we are to being conscious of what we respond to and how things make us feel and that we're all here to learn together and grow together. And so during this holiday season, I do wish for each of you to take the time to forgive yourself if you become short-tempered. But before or during that forgiveness even, to sit and think, where is the pain inside of me that's causing me to react? Is it that I, is it something I carry with me from my childhood? Or is it even as simple as I feel like I'm falling behind at work, in my marriage, with my friends, with my family, with my self-care, that I can't show up as who I want to be and who I know I am. So I invite you to sit with that, to each time you feel that Band-Aid rip off and you want to react and you're overwhelmed and something's coming up, to maybe grab a journal, write about it, feel into it, and learn from it. If 
before you get to that point, you react, offer yourself forgiveness. It's the best thing you can do for yourself and for the future and for your daughter. To not offer forgiveness is just to stay stuck in that time and in the past. And we can't change that past. All we can solely do is move forward into the future and in this present moment and commit to showing up and doing the work on ourselves so that we are the mother we dreamt of being. It's the work that I've done for the past 10 years, even as I was on that journey, and the work that I had pulled together into what I offer to my clients, to walk with them through the discomfort of the awoken mother, the awakening for you, and the healing that comes with it. I hope you all have a wonderful week that you get to bake cookies and share laughs and snuggles and time by the fire or if you're in our area where we live in Pennsylvania enjoy some snow that's coming this week and I look forward to chatting with you again next week until then you can catch me on Instagram or on my website, or on my Facebook group, The Intuitive Mother Collective. You can find the links in my show notes, and I look forward to seeing you there. Have a great week.